Hey, this is Todd Howard from Ace Fraley's Comet, Cheap Trick, Ted Nugent, 707, 4 by Fate, and Return of the Comet. Hey, you are listening to On the Fly with Stevie and Warden. Yep, that's what you're listening to, and you're listening to it all night long. And maybe during the day. Hell, I don't know. I'm not there. But take my word for it. You are listening to On The Fly. What's up, guys? On the fly, back again. Um, if you're wondering where Warden is, well, um, to no fault of his own. Uh, you know, we've had, on my end, the last week or so, we've had some uh, some things go on in my family. Uh, I lost my uncle last Tuesday for last, not this week, but the last week. And uh, this week I've had another family emergency pop up. And due to that, we're not recording this week, but we will be having a new show out. This is one I've had in the in the bucket for a while. And uh, one of my good buddies on another po- podcast uh, and a former not classmate, but he went, we went to the same school together. Uh, Chris Odom from the Swamp Talk with Quentin and Chris podcast joined me uh, a while back, and we did our top ten Ozzy Osbourne songs. And you know, and if you noticed, we haven't done a lot of bracket challenges on Twitter lately, and that's my fault. I'm I've fallen down on the job. I never completed a Black Sabbath, which we will get back to shortly but this week we're going to do we're going to do the top 10 ozzy osbourne songs and um we're gonna do our bracket we're going to start the bracket challenge up again with the ozzy osbourne i'm going to try to see i know facebook is letting you do polls in the groups on facebook so if you're a member of the uh on the fly facebook group you can you can vote, vote there i hope we can do it. I hope it's not too complicated. It shouldn't be, but if they'll let us do it, but you know, we'll get, we'll definitely have it on Twitter. Uh, we thank Chris for coming on. Sorry. It took so long to put it out there. I wanted to keep, keep one in the bucket. So if we're talking about stuff that <laughs> is a little dated in there, then you know why um, that's, this was done a while back, but uh, anyway, keep, keep my family in your prayers. If that's what you do, uh, send good thoughts, send prayers. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully in the next week or so, like I said, I've got another episode I can put out next week, but, you know, hopefully in the next week or so we'll, uh, we'll be back recording and, uh, thank you guys. You know, we, we've hit another milestone this week and, uh, I have a, a lot of people to thank for that. Uh, all of you mainly that listen and uh, support us. You know, Warden has come on and done a great job. I don't know what I'd do without him. Uh, I thank him. He's become not only just uh, a partner on the podcast, but he's come become a good friend. Um, the other podcasts that, that, you know, look out for us, Tom and Zeus, uh, 
the Potter and Hill podcast. Uh, you know, Steve Wright over there. He's he's become a good supporter. The Right Between the Eyes podcast. Uh, you, you know, they they have given me words of encouragement, and uh, you know, they're talking about Rob Myers over there at the Right Between the Eyes podcast and his all oh, his guys. And uh, Gomez and and Brian from Playlist Wars, who are doing their own podcast now. But uh, thank you guys for your support. I really appreciate it. And uh, hope you enjoy this. Give us your thoughts on your top ten Ozzy songs, and uh, by all means, vote and uh, move your move your choices ahead. Because I'll, I'll have a sixty four, the top sixty four. We're going to go by our top ten. But I'm going to narrow it down. And they'll be the the first seeds, and then we'll go from there with with the rest of the sixty four. But uh, hoping to get things back to normal soon, and uh, we'll see you guys there. You guys have a great week. Enjoy on the fly. What's up, guys? On the fly is back again tonight. We got another special guest with us tonight. You know, last night we talked a little Black Sabbath. Tonight we're going to talk Ozzy Osbourne. I mean, it's just a. I'm telling you, I'm hearing. Like I said last night, I'm hearing Ozzy in my sleep. He's got Sharon, Sharon. But yeah, <laughs> uh, Ozzy Osbourne, lead singer, Black Sabbath, leads Black Sabbath. Or is kicked out of Black Sabbath, however you want to go by that. I think he was kicked out of Black Sabbath. But then goes on to have a a great career, probably better career than he would have had with Sabbath if he'd stayed there. But tonight, we're going to give our top 10 favorite Ozzy Osbourne songs. And with me tonight, I got a, a fellow Northeast Academy alumni that yeah, I come across – by coincidence, by chance, this past year, uh, Chris Odom from the Swamp Talk podcast, uh, straight out of straight out of Gates County. How you doing, <laughs> Bud? Hey, man, I'm doing good. Glad to be here. How you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We, uh, like I said, Chris. Chris watched most went live like we are tonight. We went live last night talking about black sabbath and the tonight chris was there and chris this is black sabbath list but tonight it's all ozzy and this is the uh singles i guess what you wanted but ozzy and and talk a little bit about ozzy one of the things that i always thought that was so good about ozzy and starting with the late great randy rhodes ozzy managed to pick up he always managed to pick up these guitar gods from from randy rhodes to jakey lee to, to Zach Wild, to Gus G. I mean, the list goes on, but he always manages to have that guitar god. I, I, I don't know how he does it, but he finds, I don't know if it's Sharon, I don't know who it is, but they always manage to find these great guitar players. Yeah, he really does. And I, of course, when I, Randy Rhodes was still with him before, way back in the first uh, discovered Ozzy, I think, well, first album, I was, uh, yeah. What, what about six or seven years older than you? I, uh, I think it was 81, maybe when uh Blizzard came out. Yeah, 81. Uh, yeah, I was eight years old when that happened, so <laughs> and scared to death, still scared to death. Like I said last night, I, I wasn't scared of Kiss with their freaking 
Gene Simmons with the demon spitting blood <laughs> and uh, spitting blood and breathing fire. But I was scared of Black Sabbath and Ozzy Osbourne, especially when this guy bites the head off a freaking dove. I mean, come on. I, you know. I, re- I remember it. I remember all of that. I, um, I, you know, I think if I remember correctly, um, me and, and my buddies, well, you know, OC Barnes and Jeff Tyler yeah. and a couple of the guys, we, we actually first got, uh, discovered Ozzy once he was solo. We really didn't know much about Black Sabbath at that time. Uh, because we were more, I think in the beginning, uh, probably middle school up to freshman, we were more Leonard Skinner than um, more Southern rock type thing. And then Ozzy came out, you know, and then, hey, we found out he was in Black South. We started listening to some of that. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. instead of the other way. And if you listen to us last night talk, you know how I come across Ozzy and Black Sabbath from freaking professional wrestling, the Road Warriors coming out to yeah. Iron Man by Black Sabbath, and then yeah. went from there. And luckily, I had I had some friends that were were big into uh, into into eighties rock and had a lot of stuff I could listen to. I could could see how I liked, and it was uh, I don't know if you remember old Earl Futrell from Rich Square, yeah. little right there. I, yeah. He he was friends he was friends with my brother and he he had a lot of stuff and he would let me barter and and Ozzy stuff bark at the moon was something I, I listed but I the way I came into Ozzy as as a solo act was Friday night videos this was back and you guys in Rich Square y'all y'all were living the high life y'all had MTV and all that us over here in Lasker <laughs> we had a freaking <laughs> we had a freaking outside antenna that you had to take you you had to take a daggum pipe wrench and turn and I, you had three channels three three maybe three five we may have four channels five seven and nine and you may get abc sometimes but friday night videos was the only way we saw music videos and I was sitting there, data, and you had to stay up till like twelve thirty. It was after Johnny Carson came on. You had to stay up twelve thirty. Didn't have the VCR or DVR back then. So uh, I'm sitting there watching one night, and I see the video for "Shot in the Dark," and I'm like, "This is Ozzy Osbourne." And I'm like, "Wait a minute here. He's, this is actually pretty good." I, you know what? And I was like, "I ain't scared of him." You know, he's not scary. So. uh because I was probably well, I was twelve years old then, so I wasn't really scared of him. But uh, yeah, Shot in the Dark got me, got me on him as a solo act, and then I went out and bought the cassette, and that that's how it went from there. I, I've been an Aussie fan ever since then. But how? I mean, you guys with Blizzard of Oz come out. I, I mean, I can't imagine as as much as like with Crazy Train. And everybody talks about Crazy Train gets played all the time. So fatigued, but still a great song. But uh, I'm sure you guys were like, "Wow, what the heck is this?" Oh, we we were, and and uh, when Blizzard came out, I think uh, me and uh, OC had the cassettes. This was cassette era, and at the time, I yeah. think uh, I believe the song "I Don't Know" came out actually before Crazy Train. I think that's uh, probably right. 
we used to get it on, uh, well, we, you and I have talked about it before, K94. And uh, FM 99 was around back then. But they were there. They had just started out. They weren't anywhere near like they are today. But that was about the only place you could hear it. Um, I think, well, around in our area, anyhow, you, you couldn't uh, you couldn't get any other really rock channels. But yeah, uh, Blizzard came out, and we got uh, let's see, Crazy Train came out, you know, and everybody went about that. And Diary of a Madman was wasn't far behind that, um, which yep. to me. I mean, before we get into all the other stuff, to me, Diary was my favorite Ozzy album. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I, I think, to, in my opinion, there isn't a bad song on it. I love everything on it. And we actually, OC and I got to go. We went to, to see Ozzy on Uh, we lost your audio there for a second. Uh, we went to Hampton Coliseum to see. We had gotten tickets to see Ozzy on the Diary of Man tour. And two weeks before the concert is when Randy Rose was killed. So Wow. We, they still held the, the tour, still went on. But uh, Brad Gillis, who went on to be the Night Ranger lead guitarist. Yeah. He actually was playing with Ozzy when we went to see them in uh, in Hampton. And now, it was cool, man. At that point in time, which I had only been to a few at that point, you know, this is 1982, I guess. I hadn't been to but maybe a handful of shows at that time. It still is one of the best ones I've ever seen. Because that, that stage set up for that, that tour was pretty awesome. I've started, yeah. you know, watching the video of it. I don't know. How how if it was set up the same way as I saw on the video, but it looked it looked pretty awesome from from the video what I saw of what they did for that stage setup. Yeah, I think there was like a uh, maybe a castle or something like a stone wall or yeah. something behind Brunswick. But the coolest thing, and I mean, I, some people I guess you had to be there, but and you may have seen it on the video before. Ozzy had a. a uh, I won't, I'm not politically correct. I'm going to say a midget, <laughs> a small person <laughs> as a, um, a monk with a black robe and everything on, you know, and the, the monk would come out and hand Ozzy towels or bring him water or whatever, you know, throughout the show. <laughs> and when they, they played uh good night to romance, they hung, the 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 monk <laughs> they had a noose around his wow and he was swinging that's some alice cooper stuff there <laughs> I, was, I think he was up near the drums and they started playing and and the monk started swinging across the stage with the the noose around his neck <laughs> now i must have missed that part on the on the video i had to go back and check that out though but I, i'll check it out uh, we do have a comment already in the in the in the peanut gallery over here. Neil Callahan uh, from North Northampton County boy, he he's given some of his favorites over here, and we'll we'll make sure that we uh, we share that at the end. He one two three four. He's got four that he's he's uh, putting up here. So yeah, you know, and 
after you know like after the ultimate sin i i, I just really everything Ozzy, and i went that's when you you know like i've said before you didn't have the the youtube you didn't have the apple music and all this where you could just oh i'm gonna go up and listen to him on yeah we you had to go out and buy this stuff and uh checking out his back catalog because diary and and like i said earl helped me out a lot with that because he had diary and bark at the moon uh we listened to a lot of that stuff but man uh so many good songs it was hard for me to narrow it down i've got probably 25 songs that I, I had to pick from over here. So I know, I yeah. know somebody will probably call me out on uh, what I left out or what I didn't put up here. But these, like I said, this is our list. These are our favorite lit, favorite song list. And uh, if you don't like it, you give us your list and uh, we'll, we'll pick yours apart too. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Everybody likes something different, but uh, let's get it started real quick. And uh, you being the guest, we're going to let you start off with your number 10. All right. My number 10 was one I just mentioned a few seconds ago. Uh, Goodbye to Romance from the Blizzard of Oz uh, album. That, um, I, like you, I put down a long list and I picked through them. I, it's hard to, you know, just pick a few. But I went with that yeah. one. I really like the guitar work in that. Um, and I I don't know. He had, album, he had he had real you know real hard driving songs, and then he had that which most of his albums do. But no, it was just something I, I actually like that song better now than I did back then. And I think probably the thing the story I was telling a second ago about the monk probably made me put it on there. But <laughs> I, I have a lot better now than I, I did way back then. It was you know. Back then, when we first came, got that album and all, we were all about straight ahead, just hardcore rock. We, yeah. we didn't really care about ballad. But yeah, that, and you know that that came later on with the with the with the rock music. I think in the late later to mid eighties, that's when the bands decided, oh, we need to sing a ballad or at least one ballad on the, on every album. And yeah. Ozzy, you know, actually. It's funny because I think the year before I graduated, the senior class, that, that was their class song was Goodbye to Romance. And uh, got a lot of people's, you know, when, when people see and the, they're looking at they're looking at the looking at the little program and they're saying class song Goodbye to Romance by Ozzy Osbourne. And they're like, wait a minute here. What's going on here? You know, raise some, raise some eyebrows there with, with the Ozzy Osbourne song as your class song, but you know, it's still good. Uh, Goodbye to Romance is a great song. Yeah, I think too with that, I think Ozzy knew how he had something special with Randy Rhodes and yeah. Randy Rhodes could spread his wings and do a lot of different things. And Goodbye to Romance was one. Cause I mean, you got a classically trained guitar player right there that could do just about anything with a guitar. And yeah. the, the older I got, the more I appreciated what Randy Rose did. And, and this yeah. is one of those great songs. Goodbye to Romance at number 10. So my number 10 is, is a newer Ozzy song. And uh, it's Let Me Hear You Scream. And I remember the first time I heard this, this was when I first started coaching and you're always looking for a pregame 
music to play to get the guys pumped up and whatever. And uh, I, was, I was listening, just listening through music, and I hear this, and I'm like, wow, this is going to be good. It's, it's hard driving. It's heavy. Uh, it's got a good beat to it. <laughs> and we got a – hold on. We got a – Hey, we got a guy, somebody on Twitter giving their list too. I hadn't, we hadn't seen that before, but I'll read that off in, in a little bit too. But yeah, let me hear you scream. And it's, it's just, I think it was actually on a couple of video games. Uh, Grand Theft Auto was one of them. But they, when my, when my football players heard it for the first time, they were like, okay, I, this is, this is good here. So, but typical Ozzy song, let me hear you scream is my number 10. That's that's a good one. I, I like that one too. All right, what's your number nine? Number nine, I've got also from the Blizzard album, uh, "Steal Away the Night." Steal I love that. Night. It's it's you know it's it's a up tempo. Um, I love the guitar in it, um, and I'm gonna probably be heavy on the first the first part of uh, you know the first couple of few albums anyhow but um i just i here again this is another one that in 1981 or 82 i didn't care as much about you know back we we were uh everybody wanted to hear crazy train yeah oh yeah and i and i know you've mentioned a couple times i i myself i feel like it played to death um and you know that's something Eddie. I heard Eddie try. I know you listen to Eddie sometimes. I was listening to him a few weeks ago, and uh, I saw he had a caller call in about deep tracks and stuff. And all. and Eddie was talking about you know that's a lot of what uh, satellite radio. You will get more of that. Uh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. You won't. You get more. Of, they try to play more of the popular songs, which you do. There are certain stations that you do get deep tracks on. But back then, you know, I was stuck like most everybody else on listening to the big hits and everything. We just played Crazy Train over and over and over. <laughs> I, I, I got out. It, it's bad to say. I don't even play it anymore because I'm just so burned out with it. And I, it gives me nowadays I go back. Well, the last few years, I'll go back to these albums and listen to some of those other songs that I didn't listen to as much. And and steal away is one of them. I mean, I, I was listening to it the other night with my headphones. I Man, I was just I love that. I, I missed a lot back then listening to the other stuff. You're gonna you're gonna be surprised when we get to my top five on uh, some of the some of the deeper cuts. Not well, I won't say deeper, but uh, there's one up there that has really come across to me and made me a fan. I, I love the song now and hearing it. I had the first, I sat there and listened to the whole album. And then when I heard that song, I said, man, I got to go back and listen to this again. How did I miss this before? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll get to that in my top five when we get to that. But uh, number nine for me, it's off the ultimate sin. Uh, it's lightning strikes. And, you know, Jakey Lee, man, yeah. I love Jakey Lee because that was when I got into Ozzy. Uh, right, but he plays a great guitar solo on this, and the, and the riff that he opens up with on this, and then it just kicks in. That and uh, Randy Castillo, I don't know if you remember him on yeah. the drums, the big guy yeah. on the drums. 
man, when he pops into that drum intro too, it, it I was like, this is freaking awesome here. I love the whole, pretty much the whole Ultimate Sin album, but that right there is one of my favorites. And some of the effects on it when when he goes to the guitar solo was great too. But Jakey Lee, I hated to see him leave Ozzy, but I know. I don't know what the deal was there. I'm sure it was something with Sharon, but uh, he actually did a band that I really, I don't know if you heard of them after he left Ozzy. He did a, a band called Badlands. I, yeah, and I've heard. Yeah. If you ever get, haven't heard that album, that first album, the Badlands album, it is a great album. The Eric Singer, who went on to play drums for Kiss, playing drums for Kiss now, he's in it. Right. Uh, can't remember the singer's name. I know he passed away. I think he had a, some ties to to later Black Sabbath, but yeah, they they there. That's a good album. To, but you know, now we got Red Dragon Cartel with Jakey yeah. Lee. They do a good job. But uh, yeah, and Jakey Lee pretty much vanished for a long time until Red Dragon Cartel come out. And uh, yeah, it was something about Jakey Lee. Though. I guess it was cause it was the first guitar player of several guitar players that Ozzy had that were so great. But, uh, yeah, Lightning Strikes is number nine for me. All right, let's go yep, to your number eight. Number eight, we're going to move over to the Diary of a Madman album. S-A-T-O. I just <laughs> – that's another one that's kind of like still away from me. I, it's just that hard, you know, I, I love that hard rocking sound that he – yeah, on that. Um, and Randy, yeah, well, I mean, Randy Rhodes, he, that's him on that one as well. And he was just, you know, you're talking about, um, I'm probably getting off here a little bit. You were talking about uh, Jakey Lee. To me, Jakey Lee and Randy were probably, in my opinion, a little closer in their play. Zach Wild yeah. is just hard, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I, now that one there, we did play that one a lot back then, and I think actually when we saw Tommy played that song, because he played most of, um, well, pretty much all of the first two albums. I think he played a couple of Black Sabbath songs when we were there as well. But, but that Sato Boy. song, I just I've always loved that. Do you know what Sato supposedly stands for? <laughs> Well, I don't want to embarrass me. Go ahead. <laughs> it's nothing. It's nothing bad. It's really nothing bad. I did not. If if I didn't hear it, and it would come from Sharon Osbourne's mouth, I guess if somebody said Sharon Osbourne said it stands for Sharon Arden and what's her name, the first wife, Thelma Osbourne. Uh, yeah. His first wife I've and Sharon. That's what, that's what, now that's what they say it stands for. But I was like, really? And that kind of gives me a different look on the whole song. I was like, he's writing it about his wives. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I thought that was kind of funny there when I've heard that. Because I just found that out in the last couple of weeks when we were, I was looking up stuff for, for right. this. So, Sharon Arden, <laughs> Thelma Osborne. All right. So my number eight, and and this is gonna this is a kind of a new one. See you on the other side. Um, I like the I, it's something different 
Um, the way it starts, it's slow, but no, no coincidence here. And we talked a little bit about this last night. You've got Geezer Butler, who uh, was in the band on this one. He played bass on this one. Zach Wilde played guitar. And I think Geezer had a lot to do with this song. I really do. I think he, him and Ozzy were collaborating on this song. But Lemmy, I think Lemmy had a lot. Lemmy Killmister, the late great, had a lot to do with this song. And uh, But, man, it's, it's just something different. It comes off the Osmosis album, which I'm not – I'm not a, I like Perry Mason, but I'm not a big fan of the Osmosis album. But this song right here, when I heard it, yeah, man, it, it's just something different and great Ozzy song. That, but that's my number, number eight. I, I, I like that one. That is a good one. So, number seven. Down, but list. You got that on your, on your on your list? Well, no, uh, see you on the I had it written down on the side over here, but I got on the list. Number seven. That's how Jake I had Lee. some of these songs. I, had, I got a lot on the side over here. Yeah, yeah well, I did too. But uh, Bark at the Moon I've got for number seven. Bark at the Moon. Yeah, that one. I think that was the first release. What that was well, that was the uh title track, but that was the first release I think from that album I, I believe. Yeah, I, and and this is your this is really your first look of Ozzy Osbourne without Randy Rhodes with new guitar with right. Jakey e. Lee. So, but yeah, I think you think Jakey e. Lee was told to play close to Randy Rhodes as he could. I it possible back you know they wanted to try to keep it Keep it as close as they could. I think I um I remember one big thing about that song is I remember the video all the time. Yeah, you know, we, we MTV played rock video. Um, that was a I mean you saw it all the time. I, and every time we heard it come on, we were stuck in front of the TV. You know, but there's probably I think probably uh, trying to carry over a little bit from from Randy. Cause like I say, those him his playing was a little more. Uh, I'm not sure what what to call it, but it was more uh, resembled probably more of of Randy. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So barking me, and you talk about the video. Ozzy, Ozzy would do some uh, some. Let's see how would you, how would you put it theatrical stuff in his videos. Yeah, you know, yeah. barking the moon, he turns into a werewolf. Uh, yeah. Shot in the dark, he's got a girl that turns into a demon woman. Um, yeah. You know, it, <laughs> he he always had something going on in these, and especially in the early days and early videos. But uh, yeah, he was he was definitely hitting that MTV audience there back when MTV actually played music. And I don't know what the M in MTV stands for anymore, but it's not music. <laughs> and that's my little bent. My little event for today. Um, <laughs> number seven for me is off No More Tears. And I love No More Tears. The whole album is great. But this song was a collaboration with Lemmy. We talked about Lemmy a little bit. It's Hellraiser. Uh, they actually just did a 30th anniversary 
of the uh, Hellraiser song with Lemmy singing. I, and, and man, it, it is freaking awesome. Uh, I wasn't a big Motorhead fan, but when Lemmy came on with that song, I was like, man, this is pretty cool to see two legends like Ozzy and Lemmy together and hear them together like that. Uh, but yeah, and No More Tears, that's the, well, no, that's the second album with, with Zach Wild in it. Um, but No More Tears had so many yeah. great songs on it. And we we got, I've got another one coming up uh, a little bit further up the line from No More Tears. But Hellraiser for me uh, is is my number seven. Like I said, the collaboration. And, and Ozzy's done some collaborations. I don't know if if you've listened to uh, Ordinary Man much, the new the newest album he's done. And a lot of people don't like it, but I think it's good. I really do. I, I'm enjoying that one. I hadn't really. I've heard of maybe a song. I think from it. Um, of uh, I, the greatest thing I think I've ever done was get satellite radio in my truck. Right. And I, you know, you, you can't. Or over here, you got maybe two uh, classic rock stations. As they call them now, and it's the same thing over and over and over and over again. And you know, now I got I got the satellite. You you can pick what you want to hear. Uh, yeah. My favorite, I think, is the hair metal um, station, and then Ozzy Boneyard. But uh, that would be know, my two favorite there if I had it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the two I listened to primarily. But you know, you you talked about K ninety four earlier. And that was that was a great channel. Then when they went by the wayside, there was a channel out of uh, out of Virginia that came through and had WRDU one hundred six point one. They had yeah. some, they were actually the last ones that I remember that played rock music and would put wouldn't be they would didn't turn into what I call the cookie cutter um, yeah radio stations where they're told to play what. And it's the same thing every three hours. But yeah, they were they were the last yeah. of that breed, and you don't see it anymore. And it's it's a shame because no. you could call in and ask for a off the wall song off one of the albums that hardly anybody ever played, and they would play it back then. Oh, yeah. But not anymore. Yeah. There there was one probably I don't. It may have been 10, 12 years ago. Now uh, I don't remember the exact call letters i think it was 1037 or something like that they were actually um hurtford lizzie outer banks or something like that and they okay they were more they did they weren't along around very long maybe a couple of years they actually reminded me more of a cross of between k94 and, and, and old fm99 they would play i mean you would hear things you wouldn't hear now i mean you would hear rainbow and uh, oh wow! You know, yeah, maybe some uh, um, older, um, older Black Sabbath stuff, and um, you know some of the older stuff that you that wasn't you know people that just, just didn't play now. And but right. like I say, they didn't hang around. Very, I think maybe maybe two years they were around, and then I don't even think it's it's not around anymore. I don't know what happened with them. Yeah, they probably fell by the wayside when all these cookie cutter iHeart Radio took over everything. But uh, 
So, number seven for me was Hellraiser. Now, what's your number six? Number six for me is Shot in the Dark from uh, The Ultimate Sin. Um, <laughs> I, here again, that was a big video. And, yeah. You know, those in the early to mid-80s, there went, with the MT thing, MTV thing again, you know, we I just... The, the videos were good songs. Any, you had that video with it, too, and it just stuck with you, and I... You know, I I've loved that back then too. I mean, we back then every video he came out, but uh, I was in love with. I was just all about Ozzy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, I and tell you, you took my my shot. In the dark comes up a little bit further up the line for me too. So, uh, but yeah, go ahead. What were you saying? No, I was going to say back. Uh, in, in high school, I don't know how it was in your class, but in my class, half of us, well, yeah, maybe half of us were, were rock. We were hard rock. We were Ozzy. We were Black Sabbath, Molly, Deep Purple, you know. And the other half were more into the Earth, Wind, and Fire and cooling the gang and that kind of stuff. <laughs> You know, because they, they they used to look at you know in our lockers we would have pictures of of Ozzy and Kiss and and you know they we all they all thought we were demon worshippers or something like that you know <laughs> yeah I, I we had some people in you know we were a little diverse we had of course we I know we had some girl a girl in our class that she listened to and it was a little bit later on but she would listen like the the REMs and stuff like that, Red yeah. Hot Chili Peppers. And I was like, and I was sitting there like, come on, you know, no, no, let's hear some Ozzy, let's hear some Motley Crue, Poison. But uh, then we had some that were, you know, I had a cousin that was like into the, he was into both. He was into the, the rock and in the, in the, into the rap. So I, we'd go over to his right. house, you'd hear, some rock playing, and the next thing you know, he'd pull out the tape and play the Fat Boys. Uh, I know you remember the Fat Boys, don't you? That rap group. <laughs> yeah, that. I don't know when the last time somebody's mentioned the Fat Boys on a podcast, but it, they're getting some some airtime tonight. Yeah, but we were, and I think by the time we graduated, it was mo our senior year. It was mostly uh rock stuff that we listened to that everybody was listening to because it yeah. kind of we kind of went retro a little bit because a lot of us started listening to led zeppelin uh, and, and you know uh-huh. that a matter of fact there was i know trips to the trip to the beach on senior week on the way up there we were videoing and we had led zeppelin blaring in the car so i mean yeah it was it was pretty cool that we went kind of retro with it but so Shot in the dark is your number six. Okay. Number six for me is Diary of a Madman. Uh, To hear the intro with Randy Rhodes, I mean, and and, I mean, this this shows off his classical training where he does the dun, 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 and then all of a sudden you hear, I mean, holy, you know, I can remember my brother bought this cassette and brought it home and it, it, I was sitting there listening to it with him. And I was like, okay, this is, this is not kiss. Cause only, I just thought 
back then when that came out, I was like, well, the only rock band around is Kiss. That's the only one I listened to back then. But, you know, this is pretty cool here, you know. And then the older I got, of course, going back and listening to it now, you hear that intro, and he does, and Ozzy does a great, great job with, with it. And it tells a good story in there. But the video, again, you see, the, if you see the video of it, he's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. But yeah, it, it's it's so cool. Yeah. Ozzy really took advantage of the MTV stuff back then. Oh, I, yeah, and that that song, um, I love that song. They actually during the the concert we saw him in in Virginia. Um, you know, at the end of the concert, after he's gone, he did his encore and he's gone. The lights come back on. That's the song they played while everyone was filing out the door. You know, leaving the the rain yeah but I, I love it that and my came on this one night uh, i think it was like weeks ago i was coming home one night listening to my satellite and um that that song came on and i mean i was i had the window rattling i, I just i love that <laughs> part you know like the choir kind of the i mean i just loved i love yeah, the same same here. Diary. Then that, and that was a song that I, I probably probably three or four years ago probably would not be on my top ten list. But the more I, I've sat there here and listened to it, like I took that that challenge to myself. I was like, you know, I'm gonna listen to not just listen to the to the the good song, the the singles off an of album. I'm gonna listen to the entire album. Yeah. I said I'm going to do at least one a day for a year, and it, I've got up to like. I think in March it'll be a year, and I'm up to about 680 albums I listen to. And Diary of a Madman, when I listened to that, I was like, "Holy crap!" So, uh, well, yeah, it just let it me, just solidifies what Randy Rhodes would do. Uh, let me ask: When you listen, do you do you have it playing in the room? Do you put the headphones on? Or how how do you do it? Now, if if I'm here by myself, I'll I'll have it on and i'll have it loud but most of the time when right you know, like if my wife and my daughter are home i'll have my my earbuds in and have it on like that so, but I, i'll tell you this right. i noticed it sounds it's a totally different thing when you got your earbuds in oh yeah well I, that's what i was gonna say. I, I got a I, I finally broke down maybe a year or so ago i bought myself a really nice pair of uh yeah headphones and you're gonna think I'm an idiot, but I used to do this when I was in high school too. Uh, put my headphones on, step back in my chair in the dark, <laughs> and listen to to the albums. Like because and the re the reason I did that, I do it occasionally. Now. You you hear so much more. Yes, of you do. Different parts. That's, you 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 get the entire thing. You'll hear things with that like that that sitting in the middle of the living room, you know, with the lights on and other stuff there, you miss a lot. Yes, you do. And I, I mean, definitely, it's probably crazy. I mean, I, no, I it's not. I agree. Totally. <laughs> There's been, look, I've, I'm the kind of guy that I can't go to sleep unless there's some kind of noise going on. And my right. wife, my wife's polar opposite. She's got to have it quiet. She she'll have the biggest thing she'll have, she's got to have she's got to have a fan going. But so a lot of nights I've gone to sleep listening to listening to music. And like you said, you know, like you said, that's 
that you hear a lot more when you've got those headphones on. And oh, yeah. You can, yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. That ain't crazy to me. There's, there's many, uh, little parts, little sounds or whatever effects or what here and there that you miss, but you'll catch it when you've got that, you know, everything else is blocked out and you've got that. There's a lot of little things you'll, you'll, you'll say, Hey, I never heard that before or I missed yeah. that, you know, definitely. Definitely. So we're up to our top five now. So who you got at number five? Number five, I've got Mama, I'm Coming Home from uh, oh. the No More Tears. Um, you know, as the first, what I say, the first maybe three albums, three or four, I pretty much liked everything. Then he started getting in, Ozzy was getting into the late 80s up into the 90s. When his albums came out, I really only had maybe one or two that I liked. Uh, and that being one of them, um, I think there were, let me see. There was a couple of songs on that album, but I that one was another one. Of those, and you can tell how he, he, and, uh, he grew a lot they they did a lot more back in the beginning it was pretty much hardcore plug it in and let's go then they started adding a lot more but i i like that um i don't know exactly what else to say about it or why i just you know sometimes <laughs> just hear something and you like it yeah and that's that's gonna be a little bit further up the line for me so uh yeah yeah i just started you know, I think on the ultimate start with the ultimate sin, you started hearing more keyboards. You started hearing more stuff added to it, like you said, and it's 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 kept on going throughout the years up till today. But yeah, I'm 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 just say I'm gonna save my comments for that for a little bit further up the list here, but because uh, that that that's I, I don't want to give away too much. But number five for me. Is off uh, Blizzard of Oz, and this is the one I was talking about that I never really gave a whole lot of paid a whole lot of attention to until this past year. Listen to the album, and it's Revelation Mother Earth. Because, uh, in my opinion. And I know people, there's a lot of people probably won't agree with me. It's probably one of the best songs Randy Rhodes played on because there's so many different wow. directions on it. Uh, it slows yeah. down, it speeds up, he's doing this. And, and I mean, Ozzy, you know, what when he says, please let my mother live, and then it's a mama, and he starts going to, to that. Uh, and Randy Rhodes with that guitar solo, man, it is killer. I list. I put that on repeat like five times in a row when I was listening to that. I said, "Man, how how have I missed this over the years? How have I missed how great this song is over the years?" But yeah, Revelation Mother Earth and listening to it live. I think that was actually on on the uh, that concert that I was telling you I was looking at. Yeah, great song. I love Revelation Mother. I know a lot of people. My guys up there at the Shout Out Loud cast. When they did the, their album review of this, some of them didn't like it, but I think my, my my man Tom up there liked it, and I have to agree with Tom on this. Revelation Mother Earth is, is a great song. Yeah. yeah. 
I got to throw in a well, little – let's throw a little shout-outs right quick before we move on. My guys over there at the podcast, Playlist Wars, uh, Brian and uh, Gomez are, are watching us tonight. I appreciate you guys. Hope everybody's doing well. And then we got a uh, a Twitter fan that has shared his list. And, man, he's got he's got some good – and he's got some deep cuts up here. We'll get to his and, and uh, to Neil Callahan's songs that he's got up here as soon as we get through at our list but uh we'll definitely james ferguson we appreciate you listening bud uh if you uh give us some more keep watching tell us what you think about our list and uh we appreciate you listening out there all you guys listening out there so hey steve uh, i got to grab a cord real quick i'm sorry go ahead. <laughs> my phone I didn't, go ahead i, I, I didn't we'll, we'll kill some time go ahead so all right. Let's go ahead and talk about James Ferguson, what he's got up here. Uh, no particular order. He makes that clear. Secret loser, the ultimate sin, party with the animals, hellraiser. Yeah, yeah. Bark at the moon. Yeah, shot in the dark. Yeah, shot in the dark. Yeah, we'll get to that in just a few minutes with me. Uh, Mr. Crowley, over the mountain desire and zombie stop so he's a it looks like he's a big you know he's all around ozzy fan there it's a little bit of the early days a little bit of the uh later days i want to know if you guys are out there listening right now what do you think of uh what do you think of ozzy's new album i know it's got it's got some mixed mixed reviews uh some people hate it and some people love it. I, 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 I liked it. Uh, I really did like it. I thought it was, it was, it was pretty good. The song with I, with Elton John, "The Ordinary Man," was was pretty good. Uh, but uh, tell us what you think about that that new album. And there's talk that Ozzy's going to come out with another album soon. I sure hope so. I'd love to see another Ozzy Ozzy album. And now and I think he's he's uh what is the nfts now he's he's big into that i think he's got a bat a bat nft now so uh let us know what you guys think what's your favorite ozzy album there's a lot i know that would be hard for me to pick your favorite ozzy album there but um i think we got chris back now you back there buddy you got everything straight yeah, now sorry no you're good you're we good. got power again uh <laughs> hold on i dropped my pen hold on we're having issues here in the metropolis <laughs> but uh number four what's your number four number four i have got the ultimate sin uh from that album um there again i you know i i guess probably a lot of people made I'm, I'm I've got my old Ozzy and I got my new Ozzy and you know when they are they're just they're two different I think I, I probably repeat myself they're two different um it's still Ozzy it still rocks it's still hardcore but you know, you've got there's a difference in them in the two in yeah the first it three is. and four it is but it, but it was it was a good it was still good you did there's no nothing no drop off anyway um i've got the, 
I think I remember getting that. Um, I think CDs had come along about by that time. Well, yeah, like the eighties, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I um, believe that was the eighty-five or eighty-six when Ultimate Sin come out. Yeah, yeah, I uh, CDs were were pretty new to us at that point. I was still in the code. I, I, uh, and now you can't hardly what I don't even see anything to play a CD on anymore. No, in, in a, in a, but you know, they, they are saying at like vinyl made the comeback. Now they're saying CDs are going to make a comeback. So yeah, if you got your old CD players, you better get them, you better get them ready. But, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> And I've I've got to get a new record player because I have uh, primarily Kiss records because I'm you know I'm I'm big big Kiss I probably got a stack this tall of I think I have almost every Kiss record so I got I hadn't seen a turntable in fifteen years in my house. Yeah, I'd, if it hadn't been for my daughter wanting one, we probably wouldn't have one here. But, uh, yeah, I've got still – I think I'm missing – I think I'm missing two two KISS albums. They were, the, they were the newest two. That was Monster and Sonic Boom from having all of them. Uh, right. But I got – I actually picked up a good uh, copy of uh, – I don't know if you remember the import that – that came out after the Elder Killers. Yeah, it was, I did. It was a, yeah, it was a compilation album, but it had four new songs on it. But yeah, I, I picked that up uh, not too long ago. I got a good deal on that. But uh, yeah, Killers. Uh, uh-uh, he's going. He's going to bring his kiss stuff. Oh, out. No, I'm back. Oh, I thought you were going to get your kiss stuff out. But yeah. Um, oh no. <laughs> I'm. I just got the. Uh, I don't know if you saw it or not. They did the well, how many years has it been? Destroyer was it 45? 45 years yeah, since Destroyer come out. Yeah, I think it was 75, 76 when it came. Hold out. on, I know we're talking odds, but hold on one second. I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, this was. Destroyer 45th anniversary deluxe edition. And this, if if you're, and that's that's the CDs, and I got the vinyl as well, but the CDs actually came with, man, it's, it's books, uh, flyers. They they went all out for that. It was, it, that was a great pickup. If somebody likes to collect Kiss stuff, that, that's a good pickup right there to get. It's just full of great stuff. But uh, number four, well, we're on number four for me. And you had took this a little bit uh, earlier. Yeah. You're, you're number six. Uh, Shot in the dark. This is where right. it all started for me with Ozzy. Um, the video hooked me in. And, that, you know, that's the thing that – and I know you got YouTube now and nobody wants to – who wants to sit there – and watch MTV and have to wait for a video to come up when you can watch it anytime you want to on YouTube. I get that. But change the name from MTV to something else, yeah. then, if you're not going to play music. But 
the the videos back then, <laughs> yeah. even if, even when you hear the song on the radio, would say, "Man, that's a good song. I like that song." When you saw the video, it made you like it even more. It made you want. I've got to go out and buy yeah. that right now. Yeah, and shot in the dark was one of those because yeah. I had to. I remember cu- cutting grass during the summer, saved up my money, and went out and bought the cassette as soon as I had enough money for it, and I wore that tape out. But shot in the dark, still, <laughs> still love to hear that. Every once in a while, you'll see him play it live. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's a great song and a great video. You, if I'm sure everybody, if you're an Ozzy fan, has checked out Shot in the Dark. But yeah, that's my number four is Shot in the Dark. All right, number three for you. Getting getting in the crowd. Number three. Yeah, we're going all the way back one again. Um, from the Diary album, Flying High Again. Uh, um, that song. I liked Blizzard, and we and me and my buddies and all we listened to it and liked it then. But what really grabbed us and uh, shook us the hardest was when the Diary album came out. And Flying High Again, uh, FM 99 and I guess K94 too, they played it hard when it came out. That They promoted that song, it seemed like, more than any other one that, that was coming out right then for Ozzy. And it we all just fell in love with that. Um, that's a hard rocking song. I really I love the way it it. Um, well, it starts. It's got it slowed a little, down a little bit, but then you pick up. But it was just so hard. And you know, back then we that's what we were looking for. Yeah. In yeah. the early eighties, uh, me and, and the other guys that I hung around with, anything that came out like that, man, we were all over it. But and I remember <laughs> them playing it when oh, and, you know, and of course, all of it was good, but and we had built up, you know, getting ready for it. And then when he finally played it, you know, that was just that was the greatest. But yeah, that's, again, that, that's my number three. That has become a staple, I think, at his his concerts at Fly High again. Uh, one of the good ones there. Yeah. So number three for me, and I had, uh, you know, we talked about fatigue, and I know this is a song you don't like to play anymore, but. Had to put Crazy Train up there, uh, you know, because that's just the quintessential Ozzy song. But, you know, Randy Rose, yeah. what can you say? I remember, you know, not just the, the single version, but I think it was in 87, he came out with the tribute album, with the live version, uh, yeah. actual concert yeah. with Randy Rhodes playing in it. And then he – he redid the video for it, but to hear it live, you know, back then you're like, you've, I've heard all this about Randy Rhodes and you hear the studio stuff, but then to hear it live, cause that, you know, that was the first time I had ever heard Randy Rhodes live. And I, I was like, wow, you know, he, right. he really hit it. Cause I think they did uh, that whole album to me. That's a great live album too, but crazy train. I know it's fatigued. I know it gets played to death, but yeah, it's still that, when you hear that uh, start to it, I, 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 yeah, that's one of the that's one of the pump up songs over there at the fo- for the football team. They love it too. Uh, it, it's yep. good to see these kids yep. going retro though. You know, a lot of these kids are not into the the current stuff. 
Uh, a lot of guys when I got on the football team now, they're talking about play some Bon Jovi, play some Poison, play something like that. Don't play this stuff nowadays. And I was like, okay, you're fine with me, but you have no problem with me. I won't play it. But, uh, yeah, so Crazy Train for me is my well, number three. That is that is one song that I'm, I don't – I mean, you're not an Ozzy fan. Every – most – every person in this country is – song everybody we, we do we have it at football games over here and, and it is good it, and i will occasionally it's not as much often as you i'll break it out and play it every now and then yeah but it's it, it's been played it has been played to death you hear it so, yeah it, but it's still good yeah all right, so we're up to the number two. What you got at number two? Number two, no more tears. I don't know why. I, I was sitting there with my list, you know, the other night trying to, to place them there. And, and I actually was, as I was writing songs down, I, had, I, listened, to a little, I listened to a little shot of each one of them. Right. And I don't know about that. I slapped it up there. I, I, I don't really know why. I, I love the song. Um, again, you know, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 different. You know, it starts off with the uh, keyboard, really heavy on the keyboard at first. But Zach Wild, I I, I mean, yeah. I'll have to say this, like we talked about before. He managed to find some great guitar players, and you know how it. Yeah, it's, it's something to come up with one, but when you come up with, and I'm not not throwing any shade at anybody after Zach Wild, but those three right there, those first three with Rhodes, with Jakey Lee, and Zach Wild, are, I mean, great yeah. guitar players. You won't find many better than that. But yeah, no more tears was on. It was on the verge of being in my top ten, and and. Uh, I I put I put it out at the last minute again, and I do like that song. There's another song on uh, the No More Tears album that I like, and that it was close. It was Road to Nowhere. That was one that almost made it on the list as well. But you know, I had I I it, it's tough. People don't realize. Oh, I could come up with ten Ozzy Osbourne songs, but then you get to looking at your list, and you're like, I'm leaving this out. I'm leaving this out. But you know. It's, it's it's tougher than it looks. Well, there's so, like you say, there's so many in there, and you can't leave anything out. But I mean, you got to, if you, give, if you want to stay ten. Uh, there's a lot that I was going through the other night that I had forgotten about. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and I'd always found almost every album I found one song that I had forgotten. That you know, it's not one that they played a lot. Uh, it it was a deeper track, but it was always at least one I had forgotten about, and I really liked it. Definitely, definitely. All right, number two for me, off Blizzard of Oz, Mr. Crowley. Uh, I I just love the biggest thing about Mr. Crowley, and and this is a repeat is Randy Rhodes' guitar solo in this. I mean, the yeah. guy, I, it, and, and to say it's a tragedy for anybody 
to lose their life in, a, in an accident as young as he was. But to not be able to see what this guy could do, what what he may have done after the, you know, how good he would have become. Because I mean, he was already great, and he had had been, you know, he had the years with with Quiet Ride, and then he left those those guys go with the Ozzy band. But there's no telling what this guy could have done after that. I, I'm just it's it, and it just makes you sad every time you think about it. This guy was cut down so short in his life, uh, and as talented as he was. But man, the guitar solo for this makes a song. It, I don't care. I mean, Ozzy does a great job with the singing, but when he gets to that guitar solo, I'm like, all right, here we go. And, and uh, I mean, just love it. Randy Rhodes, it, it, definitely, definitely one of the, if not the greatest guitar player in his short time out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's all a right. shame that we didn't get more of it. Exactly. And I mean, if, if he's got, if Ozzy, and I don't know if you saw it, there was a documentary that came out. It's probably been about three or four years ago. And the guy was in the studio with Ozzy. And there was a, they were playing an actual recording in the studio. And it was something after they got through with the song. And Randy Rhodes just kept playing. And, you see Ozzy's face just go like, what is that? And it was like, you know what? He's just playing around. And he was like, and, and Ozzy's just like, who else could do that? And I mean, who else could do what he just did right there? And Ozzy's just like, his jaw dropped. He had never heard it before. And if there's more stuff out there that we hadn't heard from Randy Rose, by all means, they need to put it out. I mean, cause this, oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy was freaking awesome. All right. Definitely. So now the big moment. You're number one. <laughs> number one. Here I'm going all the way back to 81 again because that those first two albums are really what grabbed me. But um Overton from Diary is my, my number one. Uh what, what was everything said? about that. Over the mountain. Over the mountain. Um, I got you. I just everything about our week for us getting the set. And I think that opening track that album, I believe. Um Hold and on, man, it's just the drums, the guitar, the, the whole thing. It's just hard from the get-go. I'm looking right now to see if that was the opening track. I think you're <laughs> right. I got my I I, iPad here. I, I want to say. I think it was the, the first one and then uh, Flying High again. I think it was number two or three on that list, uh, track list. Yep, you're right. Over the mountain leads off but and I, then Flying I, High I, again. Yeah, I can remember uh, we got that cassette, and uh, my buddy OC, I don't know if you remember, he had like a 68 Mustang. I do. And he had, every back then, had the big 
big uh, car stereo, and we, we tried to see how many speakers we could put in a car. And everybody had a power booster back then also. And when that that would come on, and we'd hit that booster, and, and it was, come on, let's go. <laughs> I'm I'm sure you didn't hear anything from my daddy about y'all playing that stuff too loud. <laughs> All right. So my number one, and you took this one earlier, and I know I'm going to probably catch a lot of flack from people for this being my number one, but this is a song that whenever it comes on, I crank it up. I mean, it's it's just – a great song to me. Off No More Tears, My Mom Coming Home. Uh, Zach Wild, I, I love the video, and, and Zach Wild is playing his butt off in, in, in on this song. But something about it, and like you said, I can't explain why I like it so much, but it's just that so- sound of it. And it's not really, I don't think you really yeah. call it a ballad. It, it's a, uh, it's, it's too up tempo to be a ballad, but I, and I've heard stories over the years that this is talking about him talking to Sharon. He's actually writing this to Sharon and it doesn't sound uh, too, too flattering. If he's writing it to Sharon, you took me in and you drove me out. You had me <laughs> hypnotized, lost and found and turned around like the fire yeah. in your eyes. Uh, but, and let me, let me just say a little thing that what, what happened to Zach Wild? You go back and watch from No Rest for the Wicked and from No More Tears and watch this guy, long blonde hair, clean cut, little dude, and now you look at him with yeah. Black Label Society and with Ozzy. He is biker looking. He's got a beard, long beard, long hair. He's huge. What the heck? When I saw that the first time after yeah. he got that, I said, "What happened? This this is not Zach Wild." <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely embraced the metal the metal scene for sure. He definitely did. And what so, I you may have seen it. I've seen uh, I, I think some YouTube videos of him back when he was a teenager. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it you you. You would have no clue that was that was going to turn into what you got now. Because actually, when they were auditioning guitar players, I forgot what his name was, but it wasn't Zach Wild, I don't think. But there was another guy that they said was even better than Zach Wild, and I, when I heard that, I was like, that that's crazy. There's, I mean, back then, but. I don't know what happened with with that guy. It seems like I and I may be wrong on this, so don't quote me on this. Seems like he got crossed the logs with with Sharon or Ozzy one uh, it, during the auditions or something, uh-huh. and they went with Zach. And uh, but yeah, that, that was a good choice. But uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, how do you come up with these great guitar players over and over again? I mean, it's 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 insane oh, to me. Yeah. He, but um, it, he's had some he's had some of the best for sure. Yeah, what the they know how to pick them. That's for sure. Uh, my mom, uh, my mom coming home. One thing I was going to say about that. I, what I really like 
about that song. You know, it starts out so smooth, and then it, it gets real raw real quick. But, but yeah, exactly. It does. Yep, and some of the uh, some of my ones that didn't make the list. Uh, time after time, breaking all the rules. I don't know. Of course, I had uh, you had Bark at the Moon. Uh, I do now. This is a ballad, kind of sappy, and it was later in. But Dreamer, I did like Dreamer. Uh, I had Over the Mountain up there, Road to Nowhere. Right, yeah. Uh, and uh, I had No More Tears that was on, on my uh, honorable mention. But all right, Neil Callahan. He well, had some in his list. He had Flying High Again. Shot in the dark. See you on the other side in Diary of a Madman. And we mentioned uh, James Ferguson on Twitter. He had Secret Loser, which is a deep cut off Ultimate Sin. He had the Ultimate Sin like you did. Party with the Animals, which I, that was that's pretty cool. Uh, Hellraiser, uh, Bark at the Moon, Shot in the Dark, Mr. Crowley. Oh, he had your number one over the mountain. Desire and Zombie Stomp, and he said that was in no particular order. But we appreciate you, you guys. Uh, appreciate you, Neil and James out there, and, and the guys from Playlist Wars, and and my buddy who has done the show with me, Ingve Ingve Swain, who did my Van Halen top ten. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, appreciate you, uh, you guys listening. But uh, let's talk a little bit about this podcast you do you you get the uh it's you and your son quint who i've been on i've been on the show before and uh how 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 did this podcast come about swamp talk podcast i know i got a feeling i know where swamp talk came from because you're over there at gates county i'm pretty sure that's where the name come (laughs) from but uh how did this come about with you two Well, we we've always Quentin and I, him, him, of course, both big big football fans, big college sports fans in general. We are hardcore NC State. Um, of course, he's a, a student at the University of Mount Olive now, and and since he's been there, we're we've become big UMO fans. Well, we just right now today, and I think we are what hundred and. like five shows maybe you know this will make a good podcast because he and i are a lot around each other for a lot we go a lot together and of course not right now he's in school but we were always talking about sports and different things like that and i told him i said let's make a good podcast i said look and he was like okay you know we, we can do that and he, he kind of was he, he got excited about it uh, he handles all the technical parts of it. I I can uh, camera on, and that's about it. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> we decided to try it, and like I say, we're I think we're up. We may be up to 110 now. We started out primarily NC State sports. Uh, he was at Mount Olive, and we decided to pull Mount Olive into it because he's he's really close to um 
a lot of the athletes that go there, his, his best friends are, are on the baseball team. So we decided to go half state and half Mount Olive. And um, we've expanded that as well because we're over here near Eaton. We're big Eaton Steamers fans in the summertime, the baseball oh, yeah. team over there. We tried to get uh, We're actually getting another change to uh, the show we're we're going to kind of go um uh maybe half or less nc state and then we're going to do maybe a quarter to a half mo we're still going to throw in our uh edenton uh, uh stuff we also do a lot of high school um football main primarily but we're going to try and throw in maybe a quarter of the show there we're going to we may talk about music one day we may talk about something else that's going on or we're just going to kind of throw some more stuff in and shuffle it around a little bit um, right we're still i mean we we still and and with state we pretty much try to stay on top of all things you know whether it's football baseball um wrestling we're trying to do the same thing with Olive. um their different sport, trying to uh, all of them more. Uh, we actually had the uh, UMO men's basketball coach, uh, Joey Higginbotham. We had him on last weekend, and I think we've got the baseball coach coming up. We're actually going to talk to some players, uh, hopefully, in the next few weeks. That was pretty much how it was. We were just riding along one day, and I said, hey, let's do a podcast. And yeah. Quentin said, okay, and that's, that's kind of where it started. It's been going on for a while now. Um, it's a little easier for us to do it when he's at home, but for the past couple of months here, we've discovered the wonderful world of Zoom Zoom meetings. So that's kind of how we do it now. Um, I, we have a lot of fun with it. We try to um, try to keep it at about an hour. Sometimes right. we, I mean, you know, if you die and you go over, so. But we have a lot of fun. Like I said, we're going to try to shake it up a little bit, I think, this year and, and include some other things as well. It's still primarily sports, but I want to throw a little more in there as, as well, make it a little more interesting, try to reach out to a few more people. Yeah, yeah. And so, you guys, you can check them. You look up anywhere you look up your uh, podcast, you listen to your podcast, look up Swamp Talk Podcast. Now, uh, Quint. I will tell you this, Quint texts me every once in a while. And I was surprised <laughs> that uh, it's funny because I'm a Carolina basketball fan. And after the Carolina State game at Chapel Hill, I get a, I get a text <laughs> like the Thursday after that from, from him with uh, – he, he had found a YouTube video of best NC State plays versus Carolina. And he sent it to me. He said, You might want he said, You might want to check this out. I said, and my response back was, I, I said, Is there anything up there from this past Saturday? And he said, I knew I should have kept my mouth shut. And, uh, <laughs> but we I have a good time talking to him. Guys, well, check out you. if you're a you're a fan of sport, and I need to give you a name. If you got you said you cover NC State wrestling, I need to give you a name. 
uh, when we get off the air, I'll give it to you that you guys should should get in contact with, and I, I guarantee you he would be a great guest. He's been on one of my shows before, but he would be a great guest for you to guys to talk about. He is big time in the NC State wrestling, and he would be able to. Uh, and you may already know him, but I'm gonna give you the name after we get off the air. But uh, okay. all right, thank you so much, Chris. It, we're going to have to have you back on again and talk some more music because you're right up my alley with, with the music you listen to and the music I listen to. We have to talk, <laughs> bring you back on here sometime, talk some Kiss. As big, a, as big a Kiss fans as both me and you are, we'll have to talk some Kiss sometime. Man, I have enjoyed it tonight. Yeah. I hope you have, and I ho- uh, hope you guys out there have enjoyed it. If you've got a top ten list, I've already got somebody else messaging me now. I'm going to have to think about it for a minute before I send my list in to you, so – We'll have all our list up where you can uh, check them out and you can tell us what you think, where we went wrong, where we went right, and what you would do. But, uh, Chris, thank you so much for being on the show tonight, taking time out of your schedule. We appreciate it, bud. Yeah, man, I I appreciate you uh, having me. I enjoyed it. All right. All right, guys, that's going to do it for tonight. We just got through with our top ten Ozzy Osbourne songs of all time. You guys have a great night.